consular service, war and culture and power service. And it's my prayer that the Lord who has brought us into his house tonight will surely speak to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Lamentation chapter 3 beginning from verse 22 we will take two verses 22 and 23 22 and 23 Lamentations chapter 3 Lamentations chapter 3 beginning from verse 22 to 23 through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Praise the Lord. And he said, that's what you said that you spread out. Faithful 
his faithfulness and his consistency, they go together. You can't separate them. It is because God is too faithful. That's why his compassion fails not. It's because God is too faithful. That is why his compassion fails not. But it's very unfortunate that as mother being, as human beings, some of us, we don't take up this character of God. We don't comply with this character of God. God. The nature of God, talking about His faithfulness, talking about His consistency.
that will be celebrated, that will be talked about. So inability to do to keep doing the right thing over a period of time is inconsistency. Inconsistency is a play that wastes destiny. Inconsistency is a play, is a play that destroys destiny. Inconsistency is a monster. If it is not changed, that person can never fulfill his purpose. And when purpose fails, destiny is destroyed. It is when you fulfill your purpose that your glory will speak. The glory is attached to your purpose. The glory, your glory is connected to your dream. When you live your dream, when you fulfill your dream, then your glory will speak. When glory becomes redundant, the voice, when dream, when vision, when purpose becomes redundant, the voice of the glory has been silenced perpetually. When dream, when vision, when purpose becomes redundant, the voice of that glory has been silenced. Inconsistency, they hardly make anything tangible out of life. People who are plagued, who are plagued, who are plagued with the problem, with the challenge of inconsistency, when you take note of their life, when you consider their life, you, you, you won't be able to trace anything tangible. That they succeeded in doing in life because nothing good responds to inconsistency. Such people they jump from one career to the other, from one business to the other, from one group to the other in the name of inconsistency. Philippians 3 chapter 13. Apostle Paul says, But one thing I do. How many things? One thing. Apostle Paul was a man of one thing. Very consistent. But one thing I do. But one thing I do. I do not count myself to apprehending. But one thing I do. Oh, so when we say, bring one thing over the back, we just want to become boring. No, the lie. If one thing, that one thing keeps producing results, you will get excited doing it over and over again. It can never become boring. It can never become obsolete. But one thing I do consistency. Hear this. If you engage in prayer and you don't engage in it consistently, you won't see any result. No result. Prayer 
requires consistency before it produces good result. You engage in giving and you don't give consistently, it will produce result. You claim to believe in tithing and you don't tithe consistently, it can produce no kind of result. You talk about being diligent. You talk about being hardworking. And you become diligent for two months and another three months, you become lazy. You can't get the desired result. Apostle Paul says one thing, but one thing I do. Are you saying Paul was not distracted? No, he was distracted. But he chose to focus on one thing. He chose to remain consistent. He chose to step out on his dream. He didn't allow the enemy God inconsistency to swim in the Consider some traits, 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 attributes of inconsistency. Number one, double-mindedness. Double-mindedness. That is the number one trait of inconsistency. A double-minded person is someone who cannot stay on a decision for long. A double-minded person. That is the number one trait of inconsistency. And you must watch out for these traits in your life. When you start noticing this trait, Nip it in the wall. Don't let it grow. Don't let it expand. Don't let it become strong. Inability to stick to your decision. Double-minded. Inability to stick to your conviction. Double-minded. That is a sign of inconsistency. That is a sign of inconsistency. A double-minded man is always a booster, but he loses out along the way. When you hear a double-minded man speaks about his dream, you will be clapping for him. You will be shouting. You will be yelling. But when the journey started, when the journey starts, along the way, when you see some obstacles, when he encounters some barriers, he begins to ask himself, am I sure I'm going on the right path? Am I sure I'm doing the right thing? Every pathway you take that will take you to your throne will be filled with so many obstacles. Check the Bible. Check the Bible. Check the Bible. 
Did you see any prominent child, any father of right? Who got to the throne? On smooth road. No challenge, no temptation, no opposition. You see any local? The fathers of faith who are mine, study your power now. So remember, I'm going to I'm just Watch it. But a double-minded man is always a good starter. But when he confronts obstacles, he begins to doubt his call. He begins to doubt his conviction. And he shifts away from the decision he made already to bear them. Please watch it. Take note of it. Convinced on a cause. Once I'm convinced about a vision, about a mission, nothing can ever stop. Until I'm fully convinced, I will launch out. But once I launch out, nothing can send me back. Nothing. Even if I get to any point, and there are no resources again, that is not a reason for me to go back. Resources will meet me on the way. Resources will come along the way. A double-minded man will always have one other analysis why it should not go ahead, why it is better to go back. Your problem is when you look at it. You, you 
you look that way. So what shall I testimony? One of the men of God used to come. I can't believe you also. We went to minister. Went for ministration engagement outside the US. And I returned back to the hotel that night after a powerful session. And while he lied down on his bed, he had a movement. He said he faced this side of the wall. He had a movement behind him. And he turned back and he saw an image. And he knew this is not an angel of God, an image. Devil came out. He said, Look at him. And he turned back <coughs> and slept off.
I will not break them. Even when the Israelite misbehaved, God still forbore. God still respected his covenant. Say, my covenant with your fathers. What do you have Covenant is strong. Covenant is powerful. Say, my covenant will I not break. So please, his covenant is ever sure. Don't doubt the power in that covenant. So please, don't become a double-minded man. Don't become a double-minded woman. If you are not convinced about a thing yet, don't launch out. Let your conviction be full. Let your conviction be solid before you launch out. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. James chapter 1, beginning from verse 5 to 8. James chapter 1. James chapter 1, beginning from verse 5. If any of you like this of the of God, who gives to all oh, liberally, I will touch the coach and will be given to him. Six, let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. He who doubts. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Someone who doubts a double-minded person. Let him not fail. Look at verse 8. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. A double-minded man will be unstable in all his ways. Do you know the meaning of all his ways? In his secular life, in his spiritual life, all his ways, in his finances, concerning his death, concerning the attacks of his money, all his ways. Who is impatient? 
in life, in his dealing, in his walk with God, that is a sign of inconsistency. The practical meaning definition of inconsistency is inability to wait calmly for the outcome of a thing. Inability to wait calmly. Hear this. Some people wait, but with a lot of mess, with a lot of problem, with a lot of complaint. That is not that is not patience. Patience is when you wait calmly without abusing God, without blaming others for your problem. Do you know it's a sign of immaturity to blame others for your failure? A mature man never blame others for his failure. It takes responsibility for whatever comes. So impatience is inability to wait calmly for the outcome of a thing. There are things many of us have been back home and we are anxiously waiting for the outcome. But beloved, learn to wait for the outcome calmly. This way they go to the end of the race, the back of the race. What are they doing? They were making noise. They were shouting. They were complaining. They were grumbling, accusing Moses, blaming his God for bringing him out of Egypt. Why they were lamenting? Was there any move of God? No. God had to tell Moses, "Tell them to keep quiet. If they don't keep quiet, I will do anything." When you are not calm, God will never move your behalf. Tell them to be still. Salvation of God. Now, when we say you should wait calmly, no, it doesn't mean you will not pray. It doesn't mean you won't worship God. It doesn't mean you won't walk. It doesn't mean you won't exercise your faith. But the word calmness means you don't misbehave. You don't grumble. You don't complain. You don't lament. Oh, God knows this.
hospital was destined to get it last year. Venture 
in very terrible act. Impatience. Impatience. Told you the story of the servant of God. Bought a second hand car. Fairly used. 300,000 naira. That was about 10, 10 years, 10, 11 years ago. Fairly used car. Gave the person, I think, 150,000. And the person released the car. And he promised to pay the balance, I think, three weeks or the other one. One month, two months. He couldn't raise the money to balance it. And the person came to his house, what's up for the money? The woman had worked with the West, I would have to say, Sap for the money, good, good, good money. Shouted at him, abused him, embarrassed him, and took forcefully. Took the car away. So when you have the balance, come and take the car. He was devastated, embarrassed. Here, when you put your leg in the shoe that is bigger than you, many things will happen. Before falling down, there are some other things that we have. Then a friend of his, a servant of Colossus, took him out. Come with that. To cut the story short, within six months, he bought three cars. This man, within six months, within one year, he bought two other cars again. Two for his wife. He was just three cars. He brought one of the cars to a different doctor to come and show you. Thank God I was not at home. He met my wife. A Jeep. My wife's already saw the Jeep. Saw the Jeep. Look, that there are certain things you see. Oh, really? So I don't know. I don't know about it. I don't know about it. If you are sticked with God, 
will be doing God's kingdom now. I was about to tell you 11 years ago. He died below 40. In fact, the situation now is more terrible than then. Then 11 years ago, you don't see all this much more. 18, 17, 16 years old boy driving baby cars. I went to one supermarket, rich man, after the year, to buy some stuff. Sometimes late last year. Everything that I bought, this is thousand plus. And one boy came, put it on the vessel, and baby wanted to buy this. And the big one. 
When you become to desperate, you will go into grace. Be determined. Don't be desperate. Go and check your phone. Be living of desperation. Be determined. Determination is a good virtue. Desperation has negative tendency. Watch, be careful. When someone becomes desperate, even when he says to bring his eyes, he will bring it. I've never been desperate for anything in life. Because it is dangerous. But I'm determined to make it. I'm determined to succeed. I'm determined to do it. But I'm not desperate. When you are when you become desperate, you will compromise your standard. You may trade your good virtues. When you become desperate, beloved, what I'm doing presently in God's kingdom, I'm enjoying myself. Fulfilling my purpose.
God to tonight. Number one, I said what? Double-mindedness. Number two, impatience. On call on you, I tell you, but I get from this topic, we should call it topic. Must go well, in fact. I miss you. Impatience. If you're going to be sincere with yourself, where were you two years ago? Where were you five years ago? Has God not helped you in so many areas? How are you planning? So always be conscious of that. I could tell the scripture for us here on Sunday. 1 1 5 verse 12. The Lord has been mindful of us. If that verse, Bible verse is said to be your heart, there will be no room for impatience. You won't cry because of what others have. You won't lose your sleep because of what anybody may say. The Lord has been mindful of us. God is mindful of me. Mindful, mindful. is mindful of me. And if God is mindful of me, I will be more patient. Let's turn to our Hope you have been tremendously blessed through this message. You can join us in any of our life transforming encounters at Champions Cathedral, Covenant Champions Global Assembly, after Crown Heights College, Ari Logan Road, off Ojo Ibadan. Our two services on Sundays, 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., and our communion service on Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. Or you can reach us on the following numbers for prayers, counseling, or to share your testimony. 0803-595-0418-0807-591-7401 or you can visit our website www.covenantchampions.org You are a champion! <laughs>